You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the MLS Fantasy Insider, our review of round 18's massive double game week and our preview of round 19. This episode is brought to you by Bob Bradley's Italian Goodbye. Wait, 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 no, no. Uh, Actually, brought to you by the amazing MLS Fantasy Insider Patreon supporters. It's because of you that we're able to keep this project going. You can learn more about our Patreon over at patreon.com slash MLSFI. I'm your host, Reed Connolly from MLSFantasyBoss.com, and tonight I'm joined by my partner in fantasy, Ashley Savage. Blaine is out tonight because of something having to do with coils and a spark plug and some guy named Merlin. I don't know. It's it's he's yeah, he's he's doing stuff with things and it was not a catalytic converter, and that's what he said. And Ashley and I were like, so that's a no. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh so, but we're here and uh we're ready to talk about this this double game week. It's uh, it's it was an interesting one, I think. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, especially for, for my team. Uh, but uh, we are excited to see how people did. So if you're in chat with us right now, let us know how your team finished. And we will start by uh, talking about ours. I guess I'll go first. Um, I finished with 127, which I thought was really good. Uh, I think that was pretty competitive for a lot of us. Uh, I mean, I, I was just telling Ash before the show started, the, the number one player got like 170 something points, 172 points this week, which I think is way above the average with, with the 127. I won most of my head to heads and the ones that I lost, it was just by a few points. So I feel like the one twenties, one thirties was probably a pretty competitive round for people in, in, uh, I guess I'm in the the top 200. So in kind of that upper range is probably where you're looking for uh, other scores. will vary depending on your league, but everything it's a double game week. So you never know what's going to happen. The only real regret that I have is that I did not stick with fading Mukhtar because any of the other options that I was originally considering for a midfielder would have been, been better in in that spot um so that's that's what i mean i I had i thought about going with gold i had thought about um going with with some of the other players uh i don't remember my i don't have my list in front of me at this time but i thought about going with some other other players that just would have been better than than what the the six points that mukhtar ended up getting this Mm -hmm. round and we should have we know we know what happens. We know what's going on. He Nashville on the road. Christian warned us last week. Yeah. We should have known better. So that was really the only the only upset of uh, things that was upsetting for me. Otherwise, I mean, I had I had a uh, Wagner on my team who just got four. Uh, I had kind of come down between he or Lennon, and Lennon did do better. But I still stick by my thought of I just I just have a hard time going with Lennon because of the struggles of. Atlanta's defense and so I know that he has some offensive side but I view view Wagner as having that same offensive bonus but with a better team even though I knew that they were missing uh, some of their key components but I mean having Guzan isn't like you it's kind of like you're still missing a key component anyway at this point really so uh, I stand by that thought so not not a huge regret this is what it is Uh, but I did I had fun captaining Garusi that was uh, I know one of the kind of maybe one of the more off the wall captain picks that we suggested last week and I was like you know what 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the flyer. And so uh, was not the highest of scoring captains, but definitely satisfied with his 11 points, getting 22 right there. So pretty solid. Other general musings that I have for this round is like I was saying. Atlanta's defense struggles, and it really makes me hesitate picking up Lennon. And so I, I don't know if you fall in that same camp, Ashley, but it's it, it's sort of the same reason why I don't always going to go with Gall all the time, too. It's just some of the yeah. not getting all those bonus points. Yeah, I think I default to him so often because of the set pieces, right? Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't produce the same points as Wagner, but he fills a lot of those same roles. And so even when I know he's not going to get a shutout, I feel like I over-select him, um, if that if that makes sense. So, I, yeah, I think I don't fall in that camp. I don't fade him enough. <laughs> I, too, black and red started Carranza. So that was another uh, – I was pleased with my my uh, bench plays very much. I had Barial and I had Bowanga coming off the bench, Carranza starting there. I went with a, a New York Red Bull defense. stranded. Not to be oh, stranded. English, uh, sorry, English picky. Well, you know, I was just bouncing back and forth between screens. Yeah, no, but, you're good. Uh, no, I had Coronel. I had uh, Nealis on the bench. Neither of them actually ended up coming in because I didn't go with Coronel to keep a Rue after the less than ideal start that I saw. Ended up going with McCarthy, and uh, that worked with his 12 points. And then I got Barrial's 11 and Bowanga's 12, and so it was it was great. I was super pleased that Acosta and Barrial did not get yellows either of them, which I very much expected, but. That didn't happen. Um, but speaking of the Red Bulls, they've really piqued my interest. Uh, ever since I saw their Open Cup match against Cincinnati, they have definitely got some attacking threat right there. And and I think they're and defense has been pretty reliable with some of their numbers as well. So these these guys are definitely tempting differentials that I think people don't want to be sleeping on if if you are or if you. I know we've mentioned it a couple of times, but but definitely some good good results for for some of the mm-hmm. offense production this week. Polito has been a bright spot for sport in Kansas City. Uh, I had to give him a shout out since Blaine's not here. Uh, I'm not as sure about the next couple of matches for Polito sure. versus Vancouver at Houston. We could talk more about that in our in our third segment, but uh, but he's been a great bonus for them. I know some people had him. He did well this last round. Comment I definitely want to get from you, Ashley. LEFC ha- was exhausted, or is exhausted. Maybe they're over it now. And Seattle was reeling from absences. What was the bigger impact from that game? I honestly, this, this is like a very diplomatic answer, but I honestly think it was equal parts both. Um, Seattle has struggled a lot when Jordan Morris and Christian Roldan haven't been on the field. I think we saw that a lot. Um, there was a stat during that game that the commentator said that was like, LAFC with uh, four homegrown players on their roster today. And I was like, Seattle has like eight today. What are you talking about? Like the, the intent, the intent behind the comment was like how rotated LAFC was, but like also, so Seattle has been for most of the season barring like week one. Um, So I don't know. I, I think LAFC is definitely hitting that. We saw this with Seattle last year, right? This post, Champions League final, having all of your games moved around to accommodate still being in Champions League, um, <laughs> to make it that far and then lose, they have injuries. I definitely think they're hitting a, a tricky stride. Um, but Seattle, too, you know, he- heavily rotated, will be this weekend. Um, you know, it's it's just kind of hard to decide which one was more than just the, the weighing factor there. I think it was equal parts. Absolutely. Um, 
I know I thought that'd be be a great little comment there because I know there are people who are debating back and forth with some of those teams, and I did not fall into a Seattle trap because of some of the things touch, that you that you no, said as well, and, and have said any of in it. the past as well. Yeah. Uh, a few other things. Chicago did better than I expected, but mm-hmm. it's still not enough for me to really target anyone on their team. Uh, but I, I did definitely expect that Chicago was was going to just lose both of these games, and that was not the result. Um, I feel obligated to shout out Kai Kamara go for in it. that section because Blaine's not here because mm-hmm. Blaine would want us. To Very true. Very Kai true. Kamara these are all things produced. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, Reynoso got a goal. I know that's one we had mentioned him. He also had not been starting, got 89 minutes in this round. So if that is someone who you're taking a look at, I like him in at least probably three of his next four matches. But again, we'll talk more about that. But just want to yeah. give a quick update about Reynoso. Uh, Minnesota is still missing people, though. But but yeah, a goal right there. Uh, wish I had two games from Gold. I know that Colorado Vancouver sure. one got got postponed. Um, I know that I had a question about why those players weren't able to be rotated out or swapped in your your team, and I honestly don't know. I it's don't know if they that had happened. a second game. Oh, uh, I think after the first one, why they weren't uh, able oh, to be I'm rotated so out. They played again. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and I don't know. I don't know why that happened. Uh, it's it's probably if I had I didn't ask Skyler. If I had to guess, I would I would say that it's it was just far too late to be able to yeah change the coding in the game the for that yeah. uh, and that so it just it was what it was, um, which kind of sucks. But so so is it. This is the beginning of a new yeah. Champions League quarter qualifier, so it's it's all good. But wish I had two games from Gold because he's been coming on some. Definitely mentioned him on the show on on the radar. And do we even need two games then to, to have him as someone who we should be looking at? Cause he tends to be getting back into his, his form right there. And the last one that I'm going to mention before throwing it to Ashley is uh, we are definitely seeing the, the impact of St. Louis, not having some of their key pieces uh, in, in this, this round, not um, everything falling in the way that I think that they would have hoped for. Yep. Ashley. Uh- I did okay. I was slightly better than you by one point. Uh, I got a 128. I was saying off air that it didn't it didn't feel like a great score because I had some really bad points on the field, but it's nothing I can complain about. I won all my head-to-heads except against Black and Red, who I can't tell you if I've ever beat him, and this was the closest I've been. Um, I moved up in overall ranking, but I didn't make Champions League, so I've got one last window. Pretty crazy for me in this last window because I kind of tend to go for it. Um, I started both Wagner and Lennon, and just what a bunch of busts. Um, Rodriguez, too, felt like a real bust. Uh, I, I picked smart with Stuver. Um, he was my my back-end keeper. Um, Cornell, uh, you know, ended up getting points that second second game on my bench, but Stuver with 18 was was a far better choice. Um, I captained a Vander, which I didn't believe in for a minute. I was really disappointed in myself for doing it, but um, my bench hit pretty well. And then, yeah, like a lot of people, I got I got stuck with that Mukhtar 6 and just was shaking my fists at him. But um, some hits this double game week for me was that Austin defense and keeper – um, Cascante, especially just picking up points through goals and goal contributions. And, um, you know, even I think Nick Lima made team of the week points wise. So, um, Austin really, really starting to to click a little bit more. Um, Drew getting, getting involved there as well, which is nice to see, um, you know, rolling the dice on, on Lucho with that yellow card warning, I think really paid off, um, 
saw a couple people captain him, which felt bold. I was talking to Reed that I really wanted to do that, but I knew if I'd done it, he would have got the yellow card. So everyone who even had him this week, you're welcome. The only reason he didn't get that exactly. yellow card was because I didn't captain him because um, I wussed out. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, and the other hits I had for this week, um, just random midfielders that no one owned. Diego Luna from RSL coming off that Youth World Cup uh, or whatever that that the last youth tournament was um, with his neck tattoos, just crushing first MLS goals after goal. Um, Ethan Finlay, someone no one owns, also crushing it. Um, and then Tyler should have just spelled this out for me because he should just know it was a name I'd probably say and would say wrong. But what is it? How do you say it? Bogush from LAFC also just really hitting um, this week, which was interesting to see. Um, and then the misses. Yeah, Mukhtar <laughs> just popping a six on a double game week. Just very, I mean, yes, we we did talk double road. Christian's always right when it comes to stuff like that. But even a six from him feels exceptionally poor for a double, you know, even though it was double road. Like, two games from him, that's just, you know, really underproducing. Philly and San Jose defense, big, big misses. Um, and, yeah, that's ba- basically all I got. I was going to go on a mini Evander rant, but it's always going to sound biased coming from me. So I'll just drop it and say that I felt like he was a miss as well. No, it's okay. I will give you one small reaction rant, but first I, I will point out that, that, yeah, Tyler did come into the chat and talked about how well Seattle's defense did. In the second game. Yes, no, absolutely. Sure. Two, two, two clean sheets that came away with raw points, definitely better than, than several of the players. Uh, the comment we had made about some of the trap was looking at some of the offensive options. Uh, pardon if that was not if that was not clear. Yeah, some of the offensive options that yeah. people may have looked at from from Seattle. But yes, two clean sheets. That'll that'll do you uh, in in a lot of ways for for doing doing uh, a great round. However, even with those two clean sheets, none of the Seattle players made the dream team, which was Cascante, who would have been the best yeah. captain with fifty eight points. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, with Lima and Stuber there, and then Duncan and Waterman from mm. from Montreal. So there's there's a dream team there, possible 250 mm. points. So wild, absolutely wild. But no, actually, I will give you a moment to to do a little bit of rant because last week we let Brant rant. We should we should call it a brand that, that when he brand. goes on a rant. We should call it a brand. That's what it is. <laughs> Mine can be it's an action. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> We let we let Blaine rant about Messi, and so uh, I will give you yeah. a, a bit, a little bit of a moment to to give your reaction to the goat joining MLS. Guys, I was so sick, and I literally almost came on just to talk about it because Blaine and Reed and I had talked about it amongst ourselves, and I just felt so bad giving him his own, you know, platform. I'm so glad I get to to come back at it today. I wish he was here for it, though. Um, I do not think there's anything wrong with how this is happening and i would pay out of my own pocket to get him here there is not a bigger figure in all of sports there was a tweet at one point that was like listed all of the biggest players in the domestic united states combine them that's his social media following i think you give this man whatever (laughs) it is needed i don't think it's giving miami any sort of an advantage i think he's only going to be there two to three seasons I would be shocked if they did anything other than be mid-table, even with him. 
But the players he's going to bring in, the attention it's going to bring to the league, the benefit that the league will have because more people are going to watch. More people are going to watch. More people are going to take it seriously. Sure, the retirement league thing is still going to be out there. But MLS has done this with almost every big-name player. And by done this, I mean helped pay for these big names anytime. It's not MLS's fault that, that no one that they want to help pay for wants to go to Nashville or wants to go to some of these other teams that that's messy going here is going to benefit those teams because their games are going to sell out. People are going to want to come to this league to play against him, to play near him, though, all of those things that you've seen. Right. And I don't know if you talked about it, but MLS was going to help pay the fee to bring Ronaldo here when sporting put a bid in. So suck it because <laughs> you would have died to get Cristiano Ronaldo and not cared who helped pay for it. So I just don't think that there is any disadvantage to any other team that's not in Miami to have this man in this league. I cannot wait to pay $18 million in fantasy for him. I cannot wait to get my kid an inner Miami Messi jersey. And I live across the country. I think it's fantastic. We have not seen a person contribute to sports in my 35 years of life the way that Lionel Messi has. And so... And I'm a Ronaldo fan, so that means a lot. But I just cannot wait. I don't care how they get him here. I'm just so glad that he's coming. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see because we're, we're a retirement league for two reasons now, because of the players coming here and because that's what people are going to have to empty out of their of their accounts to be able to afford yeah. the tickets to go see him play. So um, with with all of that. But the, the one thing I, I will say is it's – I kind of wish people would move on some. I just like I'm fine with with mentioning him, but my buddy called me because he was like, "Dude, are you listening to to the recap on on the Apple TV and right now?" And I was like, "No, what's going on?" He was like, yeah. "All they're all they're talking about August. is <laughs> is how many points is is Inter Miami going mean, to be don't on think that when, many. when Messi joins, and how many more points are they going to get?" I was just like, I, "Yeah, guys, come on, there's other stuff going on. Let's 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 at least he's not at the top of the." of the webpage anymore but yeah no excited uh ashley you and i are definitely in the same kind of category but to say i mean i definitely and, wouldn't say it's yeah. fair it's it's definitely not fair but i do think everyone will benefit do you know what i'm saying like it's yeah exactly in i don't no way. one has mm-hmm. his discovery rights this isn't you know that's not a thing i think the way that some of the other big names have come in have been a little sloppy uh clint dempsey was a little sloppy david was a little sloppy. well you know all those things but um I, I don't care. This is this is great. I can't I can't wait for it. I, I will say I think Black and Red said it a minute ago. Um I don't think he's gonna play on turf. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna play on turf. I don't think we'll get to see him in Seattle. Um I don't think you're gonna see him, you know, in New England and Atlanta. Um if we look at what other players of his age, I mean I guess again because I was gonna say caliber, but that's not no one is. But um the drug was and the Messies and the via, you know. Henri, I just, I don't know. I don't think he'll play on turf, but I will say Seattle is getting rid of turf after next season in prep for the World Cup. So maybe we will see him here. Absolutely. I think that's good to keep him through the whole time. It's it's being yeah. great, a great hype, but um, well, good. No, I wanted to give you your due since you didn't have us last week to, to be we able to listen to. quite a fun exchange we are on group text, did we not? That. Uh, yes, yeah, so, you know you know exactly what happened. So it was good times. Uh, well, great. So 
yeah, that's it for our general recap from this round. I mean, this was a massive double game week with Gold Cup, with international call-ups. This is exactly what we would expect. Players returning, players not hitting, different players coming in like Ashley was highlighting. This is just what happens, and we are in the thick of it with, with Gold Cup underway. So we're going to talk more about who is still gone, what's going on, and how this round is going to play out in our next segment for Housekeeping. Welcome back. We're here to talk about housekeeping for round 19. And uh, let's do a quick little league update since we did an abbreviated one last week. So a pro rel league. Uh, we still have a boy named Sue, which is Wojo, who was our, our guest like last week, number two overall, at least last week. I didn't check this round. Uh, but Wojo, number two overall, with the record of 15-0-3, leading our Champions League. Over in the Veterans League, we have Sombrero FC yep. still, Ashley. Right on top. Uh, no update from Blaine, but uh, everyone who is playing in the homegrown league, you're doing awesome. Congratulations. And whomever is at top, uh, good job. Good job. And we will get you a shout out as soon as we can get Blaine to tell us who you are. Uh, going down, wrapping up with the Discovery League, the the by far and away runaway winner, if we had it, a best team name yeah. of maybe all of fantasy. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, Ricky, you're so fine with a record of 15-0-3 as well. Uh, moving over to the d- other leagues, Discord head-to-head, uh, seven teams tied at 16-0-2 with Ryan McElhinney leading by points. Ryan, again, is also leading our Patreon league with a record of 15-0-2 right there. And then a shout-out to Black and Red, who's in chat with us, who is winning the MLS Fantasy Insider Experts Invitational Head-to-Head League with a record of 15-0-3. I think I said he was just like running away with it, but maybe only a couple of, of wins ahead of... Uh, I think Ryan from from lineup IQ, uh, depending on how things fall, I think he's got 13 wins. So it's it could happen. There's still a lot of season left, but but black and red with a good lead right there. Moving on to round 19, guys. This is a single game week, so take a breath, pat your head off, grab some whatever that weird hot spicy oh, muscle cramp drink is it. that people do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the the bonker stuff. Uh, just just take a break and enjoy a single game week. This is also the beginning of the fourth quarter qualifier for the Fantasy Champions League. So your last chance to punch your ticket to get into uh, some extra fantasy prize uh, territory right there. A game start on Saturday, July 1st at 7.30 p.m. technically with my FC Cincinnati. But a lot of teams with our usual Apple start time, 730, 30, 10.30 games, uh, which do make it fairly predictable for your switcheroo options. No teams are on a double game week, and we have Charlotte on a buy round this week, which makes switcheroos very easy. Charlotte has uh, some very cheap players that you can still pick from, not 4.0s at every position, uh, but are also... Uh, very easy, though, when trying to make your budget. If you are looking for other players, though, you can always head over to the Discord and to our Mega Reference. We do have a section called Safe Scrubs, and those are players who are no longer in the league, be they waived or bought out or loaned out or some sort of or termination Chicharito. of their contract. They are gone. He was my scrub well, this weekend. <laughs> they're not the injured people. They're they're not... That's that's a Daddy Warbucks move. They're, they're not injured but they are no longer in the league and can no longer be subbed which i think cincinnati started like 
four mm-hmm. pretty young players this this round. So they could have could have blown some some switcheroos there. But safe switcheroos over at Discord. Uh, but also Charlotte going to be absolutely safe this week with their with their single game or their bye during the single game week. Uh, as far as international call ups, guys, we are still here. We are in peak Gold Cup season right now. That means all of these players from Concacaf are gone to the Gold Cup. You can head over again to the Discord, to the Mega Reference, to check out uh, those players. But we've got the United States, Trinidad and Tobago, Haiti, El Salvador, Canada, Jamaica. Sad news for Canada's Ooh. national team, though. That's uh, maybe going yeah. bankrupt. So maybe we'll, we'll get we'll see, a story see that. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, so Guatemala, I think I got everybody, everybody there. But so a lot of stuff going on. A lot of players from those teams, uh, so be sure to check out the uh, the injury and international duty report over there with the mega reference at the MLS Fantasy Boss Discord community to find out there. It's just that's just going to be easier than going through a lot of the names as well, uh, right there. Uh, you can also we have the list for the yellow card warnings, set piece takers, discipline. It's uh, it's all good right there to check out. Skylar's or not Skylar. Tyler's probably going to be mad at me for not going through and just well, he sent me a short one. Names, so I will actually. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, do you want to touch yeah, base on so, some of the key uh, ones? Yeah, so a big return uh, for this week is Debassi, uh from Minnesota, coming back from uh, his tendon tear. Um, Jackson Reagan for Seattle, Arujo for Orlando, Ostrock for St. Louis, and Ian Murphy. Um, are all suspended this week due to yellow card accumulation or red card uh, for Ian Murphy. Uh, <clears throat> some key injuries are Halliday for Orlando, CJ Spong took a knock for Toronto, Raul Rui Diaz, um, his dad died, uh, so he missed the uh, Orlando game, but indications say that he will play um, this weekend against Houston, but still just something to watch. Uh, <clears throat> Caceres for Red Bull hurt. Manuel, which is what I'm sticking with. Oh, he put it. Manuel. Really? I don't know. Uh, He's hurt for Red Bull, household name, and then Negri for Miami, also out injured. Thank you, Tyler, for all you do. Yes, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And for the quick recap. Uh, And, of course, I did get pointed out in chat. We were trying to let you enjoy the news that this was a single game week. However... We do, and that's how we were going to wrap everything up. While this is a single game week, the the next double game week is right around the corner as well. Fourth of July, always a big a time Tuesday. for MLS, and so it's your it day a early. Tuesday double game week. So round twenty is a double game week with Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday games, and then of course round twenty one is also a double game week, but it goes back to a Wednesday start. Uh, but then we get a little bit of a break after that. A with little bit. We got a month of a so, break. Yes, it it just seems yeah. like a little bit the way the way things are right now. But yes, now this is a single game week. But right around the corner, Fourth of July, we do have a double game week. So be prepared. The silliness of mm-hmm. the call ups and the injuries and the rotations is not yeah, two more weeks over. But we will be here with you in some capacity because I have a vacation, family vacation coming up, so we'll get some of those details worked out. Yeah. Uh, but we will be here with you to give you some details and previews for what you yeah. need to know to be successful. We don't take an international break. No, not international break. Uh, maybe a Myrtle Beach break, but we will, we will see. But it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. 
but we are still here to talk about the single game week, and that's what we're going to do next, previewing players coming up for round 19 after this. All right, welcome back. We're here to talk about our player recommendations coming up for round 19 of the MLS fantasy season. And uh, Ash and I are here just to kind of go through again, like I like to do when it's just two of us, instead of rattling through the picks, to kind of take you through our thought process for for where we're at right now, who we're thinking about, where we maybe have settled on. And we're going to start out with keepers and defenders. So Ashley, yeah, what do you think um, I'm just going to say this up top because I'm going to bring it up in most positions that I think I'm really into Toronto this week. I love a coaching fire. It always makes me intrigued because it always ah. means either they're going to play lights out or they're going to get their asses kicked. And I'm kind of really into this because yeah. it seems very orchestrated by a particular group of players. So those guys better produce. So again, I'm just very much keeping my eye on that Toronto lineup. Um, for my keeper, I'm going a little farther east because I don't really know Canadian landscape. Uh, and I'm going with Montreal. Is it east? Figure it out. Uh, I want to do a Montreal keeper to Stefan Fry. Um, Houston has looked great, but I'm very intrigued with what Seattle has done. So I'm I'm okay with putting Fry on the back end of a keeper. Um, I, can't, I feel like I have to pick up Cascante this week. And I know that that sounds incredibly... Uh, kind of hopping on the train too late, but they're going to Miami. He's scoring for them. Um, he's getting bonus points for them. Even if he doesn't get a shutout there, I still think that he might be a decent pick, even though he is a road pick. Um, I just, his point production is just something that's really hard to overlook. Um, and then I'm considering Seattle defense too, which I, I don't know if I'm crazy. Um, I know that Reagan's suspended. Um, Ariaga should fit in okay. Um, maybe I've finally lost my mind because I've been so off my own home team defensively for some time that um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going crazy, but I'm definitely considering Neymar um, or Nuhu this week. Uh, and then I'm, you know, he didn't have a great week last week, but uh, I'm considering going back to. Um, San Jose defense because they're playing the Galaxy who just tend to be so awful. Um, and then lastly, although I'm a little less uh, confident in it, I'm also considering some uh, Nashville defense. I know, I don't know why, but I am. Um, I know. <laughs> and also uh, <laughs> Barreal. I think that that Cincinnati back line, and you can speak to this more, um, is really uh, altered. <laughs> It seems very uh, makeshift, yeah. uh, but he's such a point producer, um, kind of like we were talking about before the show, just some defenders who the shutout isn't the reason you pick them up. Um, I think he might might be a decent shot this week, uh, you know, at home against, against New England, who is not a bad team um, by any means, but still I think that that's a team that he could produce against. Yeah, I'm worried about that Cincinnati-New England game because missing some key components on the defense uh, and New England also missing some key components but uh, have offensive components. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little worried with that. They've got a great home record going there, so that that could be a little tough. So I'm avoiding that game for uh, potential, potential keepers. Uh, so my general thought process is, as I always first look at the, the keeper root options and 
For me, my preference tends to go to Montreal <laughs> with Soros for uh, for an option. Had a pretty good round uh, this this last week with with a good clean sheet. They've got like seven consecutive clean sheets or at home that might be it, but they got a bunch of clean sheets at home going against New York City, which has not been fantastic in the consistency when it comes to scoring. And so I I like that shot as uh, as my first clean sheet chance. It gives me a lot of ability to respond for the 10-30 games. We don't have a 9-30, uh, but we do have the 10-30 games. And so it gives you a lot of ability to respond with either someone from San Jose, LA Galaxy, or with Seattle and Houston. Because let's just be honest, I don't think any of us are looking at that Atlanta-Philadelphia game as a potential defensive bonus yeah. land point. So it's, uh, yeah, Guzan and yeah, all that stuff is just maybe not Wagner, maybe. looking at there. So, well, yeah. for defense, maybe, no. but for goalkeeper, I don't we're think we're, any of us are looking at, yes, yeah, for, for that point right there. So I, I do like Montreal as, as a potential there. If you're going to go with Montreal... I think it's easiest. I'm the two minds here. I think a lot of people are looking at San Jose and, and going with Daniel there. My only concern is that San Jose can concede and they have often conceded throughout this year. And I know that LA struggles. This is, this is a pick that's anti LA and, and LA has been a good team yeah. to pick against. So I completely understand that. And if that's what you want to settle with, that is not a, a bad I, I do worry because San Jose can concede. And so LA could get something through. It might, it might be a, a 2-1 or a 1-1 one, one or, or whatever happens there or 3-1, but LA could get something. Seattle then is the fallback with Fry as well. I think it's another good option. Seattle coming off a fantastic double uh, clean Single. sheet this week. Houston. No, was it? I thought. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Well, one, one, two, one, two. L.A. That's right. Got that. Got that mixed up in my head. Uh, but good points. Good points. Um, but Houston, like two sides of a coin in this last one, like, puts up four points in one game and then just not. So, uh, I, I don't know if Houston has something in that saying relatively uh, full strength compared mm-hmm. to many of the other teams with with the call ups and everything that's going on. So a lot there. And Hector Herrera did fantastic work mm-hmm. last week. So that. That could be rough, but I could definitely see if you're going with one of those 730 games, uh, Fry or Daniel could definitely be viable. Others that I've seen, I know Gene posted this one in chat. People have been looking at Berkey with uh, St. Louis to match up with one of the 730 games. Anybody up there that you might be looking at to match up with one of those. Very possible, uh, but you're not going to see a full game. But if you want to match him up with a 1030 player, you are also technically not going to see the full game because of our start times and our, our and how games are going to go, but you will see a lot of it. So if you want to try to take advantage of that Colorado team, which has also not been very good at scoring. I do think that Berkey over there at St. Louis is a, is a very tempting shot. If you uh, want to roll with, with an eight thirty and maybe a ten thirty pairing with your keeper, the same thing, Stan, I still think for San Jose and Seattle, if you're looking at those two things, but yeah. So I think Berkey and Montreal are my top two picks for for the front end of your keeperu, um, and then with with San Jose and Seattle coming there after that. Um, other than that, I I mentioned New York at the beginning. Columbus is missing uh, some pieces as well. 
Red Bulls could, could put something up. I, I thought they, I think they have an offense that can be respected and they can maybe put something up with Columbus. I have no faith in anything going on with, with Miami and Austin. That might even lean towards Austin for a road clean sheet there, if anything else. But I don't like those uh, clean sheets. And some of the other games just have too many things going up. But I feel like those are sort of the, the go-tos. And for me, a lot of that means those are similar teams that I'm looking at for defense as well, if you're looking to, to match those up. I also think that uh, you could do a Barial as well. If you want to think, I know some people are considering fading him, but I think Barial is another one you could look at. Uh, I think uh, Yamar is one you could look at over with Seattle. If you want to do something crazy, and I will I will be 100% honest, this is how my team is set up right now. But there is a very good chance that this will not be how my team is set up by the end of, of the week, uh, depending on maybe how many tweets I get. But I have three Montreal defenders, defensive units. I have two Whoa. defenders and their goalkeeper. That on my team right now. And I'm really considering, do I dislike I mean, New York City's chance Blaine that would much call that and, a and like some of the stack. form of Montreal? He would. He would. Others may call it bananas, but um, I I think this could be be around where maybe you could go in with with three team sure. with three players and, and, a, and a defense like that with some of these options right here because there's some good options for your offensive players where you could really mix it up. But I have three Montreal players there right now. Again, that's 100% honest with everybody. There's a very good chance that will not be what my team is, but I threw that on when I was making this first draft, and I was like, hmm, do I hate it? I don't know. I've got Camancho and Waterman there as well. I just kind of like some of the bonus points they were doing, but, but that is what uh, what I have put right there. A uh, good comment from, from uh, chat. Barial is best for the bench given New England's attack. No, absolutely agree. I think Barial is absolutely... Uh, a defensive bench play that you're putting up this week. Uh, if you're if you're going to be rolling with that, just some questions right there. If you're going with Cincinnati attackers, I, I think that he's the one that starts out on your bench. Let's see any other quick checks. Yeah, I think that's going to be the the general um, defensive thing. So let's move on now to midfielders. I put my name on here first, so I'll just keep droning on. I didn't want to start every time. You did. Yeah, (laughs) Ashley made – that's okay. Ashley made made the rundown. So for midfielders, I I think this is a a week where you have a lot of Mm -hmm. options. For me, I put Lucho in first. Uh, I think that this is still a good opportunity for him with without Vasquez. Everything's going to be funneling to, to Lucho anyway. So I think that's mm-hmm. going to be some good opportunities uh, for for Lucho. And we saw what he put up last week as well. So it's great right there. Uh, I am not oh. shy on Gazdog okay. right now either, potentially uh, late in the round. Uh, I know he did did better in the second game last week and going up against Atlanta. I, I, I don't rate Atlanta's mm-hmm. defense. So I feel like some some good little bit of rest that this could be a good road game for for uh, Philly. Uh, if Zella is is there, I know he was out. He is not in the Gold Cup, so he was he's not on anything with break with us. But uh, I like Zella as an option. As he's a good offensive duo, I like to pair up. And then from there, I think it just kind of goes wild. I think you have a lot of of options. Uh, Reynoso was one. I think, like I said, I I don't hate this game for uh, for Minnesota. Excuse me, going up against Portland, which we we mm-hmm. ragged on their defense a lot throughout this it's season. Bad. So I I don't I don't think Minnesota will keep a clean sheet, but I think uh, Reynoso mm-hmm. could have some opportunities right there. So I can definitely see uh, how that would be a good pick. I think Heal equally on the same side uh, of Acosta that that Heal that, that could be a game that that has points for both of those players on both sides. One to look at. I think Gold is one to look at with Vancouver. We talked he had a fan, what, two goals and an assist last week with just one game. 
Uh, so, I mean, this is a guy who's who's putting up a lot of points and has some great quality and good fancy pedigree. So I like I like that. And I also like Insigne uh, there with Toronto. It is the U-17 coach who has taken over. So I don't know how much needs, I don't that care. needs to be factored in. I, I, I just don't know enough about coaching at yeah. that level to see if that makes a huge difference. Um, but he is someone who I was like, all right, yeah, let, let's see. And currently, even though they are at home, I have Mukhtar on my fate list. So that is not me trying to overcompensate from Cincinnati losing to DC 3-0. But um, I do have Mukhtar on my fate list right now because there are some other players I like more. I mean, you could look at Espinosa. I don't know how that's going to be. Uh, you could look at Herrera. I'm not, I don't know how that's going to be. Uh, but I think I like some of those other guys a bit better than some of the two to all reliables that we might go to, but those are some of the names I have on, on my short list. What about you? Yeah. Ashley? I mean, I, I like Insigne this week. Um, again, I, you know, maybe this, this is me just kind of trying to find a trend where there isn't one yet, but um, I, I, he's definitely someone I'm going to consider. I want to see the lineup. Um, I don't care. Um, I think that the way that, he and Bernadette sound like they were kind of, you know, giving opinions before this firing happened. Um, you know, you can't basically make a coach get fired and then not show up and play. So um, I'm interested to see what the lineup looks like. Um, I'm also looking at P Ruiz, which is a name I, I think, honestly, we haven't talked about enough um, on the podcast for RSL, who on the other side of that coin is going to Toronto and he's been producing. Um, I don't know if I think that he, either of them are worth looking at over any of the names that, that you've already said. Um, I think Lucho's a lock for me. I like Espinoza at home. Um, I think it was Christian had said this on our show a couple weeks ago that without Cade Cowell, Espinoza's point production has been a little lower. Um, he's, he's not there for some of that play with, with Espinoza. Um, I like Almada, even though I don't like Atlanta. Um, I, I still am definitely um, looking at him. And, you know, it's it's hard for me to pick up Reynoso because he's not back in form yet. And he had such a weird reason to be, you know, why he was gone and how he came back and all that stuff. But um, watching some of, you know, that game, he, he definitely still looks like himself. So um, I think if this, you know, you're going to take a gamble on him, this week might be the time to do it. Um, against a, a Portland team that took a pretty bad beating at home in that double game week. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I don't have m- much more to, to, to throw out for midfield um, different than you, except for possibly uh, Insigne and, and, and Peter Ruiz. I also think um, Zella, uh, who, who you, you know, listed as someone is, is a name that I'm trying to figure out how to fit in. Um, I do not feel like you feel about Gazdag though. I don't, I don't really, I'm usually one that, that tries to fight for him whenever he calls him goal dependent, but, um, I don't know. They're missing enough people. And, um, I, I just don't know if I see it, um, against Atlanta, but. Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, it's, it's one where again, could, could change first thoughts right there. I mean, Gazdag, Almada, maybe that'll be a, be a call because Almada wasn't on on my first draft either uh, but I know that's definitely going to be uh, a go-to for a lot of people yeah for sure um 
Strikers? No, I got nothing. For Any yeah, forwards. Let's let's. I, no, I don't think. Look over the chat. All of a sudden, we just got like completely like. Wait, where are we? We lost a place in the chat. Uh, heading over there. No, I, I like. But like I said, I think this is going to be around where you could definitely have some options with with your midfielder. There's there's definitely uh, some variety with some of the players not here. Maybe some of the the other players that you put in there. Uh, but this would be a good round, and maybe you even put one on the bench. I I don't yeah. like that. I but hate maybe you can. But no, you wanted to get there. Let's get there, Ashley. Let's start talking about. Yeah, I, uh, like. I like Carranza this week. Um, he tends to only do well on the second game of a double. So I don't know if he'll pull through for me on a on a single. I'm considering just starting him to see if my bench hits and I need a second second scrub. Um, I do like Cucho this week. I'm also considering Polito. Is that crazy? Like his Blaine really got to my mind. Um, you know, I just think. Vancouver on especially on the road isn't this you know defensive powerhouse they've had their better defensive performances at home um Polito is starting to be consistent um so I'm I'm definitely you know considering him um and then I want to consider Bawanga because of how rotated FC Dallas is but I don't know <laughs> if I if I will um with the road game and He's scored, but the team's form is poor. Um, but I also think that Gigi is a is an interesting choice this week um, and someone to definitely consider um, depending on, you know, he's he's had some rest uh, for being suspended. And, uh, I you know, he's was on that stretch of, of scoring, you know, kind of consistently. So um, I think that, that that's definitely someone else to take a look at but there, no one else really um all of those are pretty pretty chalk i guess i should say bernadeshi because i'm having this weird obsession with toronto this week yeah you were talking about um but you know no one else is is really jumping out at me i think for me it's just kind of just trying to decide between those four names uh you know i've i've been really down on a this year which isn't to say he doesn't have the potential to produce um against a team like the galaxy but um if he's definitely a name that that i'm con- considering um even though the matchup is is favorable so yeah well that's kind of where where i'm struggling with with those four guys what about you I have a the same the same names are on my list: Carranza, Cucho, Buanga, Gigi, Polito. I mean, I think those are definitely some of the go tos this round. Uh, if you're going to do two or or three players, but some of the other players it might be worth worth looking at. I mean, of course, over at uh, Austin, uh, we have Jossie Zardes going against Inter Miami, which we none of us really rate in Miami. They're at Miami, but but Zardes with two goals and assists within his last three games, so he's on a bit of form right there. Uh, also looking over at Chicago. I know, like I said, I'm not targeting anybody, but point Thanks, out Kamara. that um, Kamara's there. I mean, they, they've, they've had some production there up up at the forward spot. If you wanted to look to look at that uh, over in San Jose, there's there's a Bobasi. If you want to kind of go back to to that bucket, if you do like their chances against um, LA Galaxy. And and then even looking over at Houston, Bossy has gotten on the score uh, two in his last four, that two goals and two assists in his last four games. So there there are a few other players that you could look at as potentially differentials. I don't know if you'd want to roll on Vela or go something, go something there. 
Um, but even like I said, over at at Red Bulls with with Harper as as a potential right there, or going with whichever New England forward is starting, if you want to try to to roll with with something like that. So I don't know if those guys displace some of the top ones that we listed. Maybe uh, because they they are on some form. Some of them have some some tempting matches. And I did just want to sort of highlight some of those other guys who have gotten some success in the past few rounds since they could be very, very good picks. Uh, if you're looking for something a little bit different than, than what the chalk might lead you to as well. Plus, I really just wanted to see what would happen. Uh, Patrick in chat said it's Gigi Cucho and a secret weapon. And if I went down through my list of other players, if I could get it, be like, oh, crap. But uh, no, he did not fall for it. So still do not know what Patrick's secret weapon is when it comes to two forwards right there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the real tricky one for me, Ashley, is captain. Yeah, I don't have one. And I know that's I, a horrible cop-out, especially when it's just the two of us. We don't have anybody to fall back on. <laughs> I don't have one, guys. I don't, I don't have one. I think if he hadn't just had the week he just had, I would say Mukhtar. I think is the chalkiest choice against a relatively bad DC United and back at home for Nashville. Um, But I get really nervous doing that after such a poor performance in a week. So um, I don't know. Christian and Patrick are crazy. I don't, I'm not going to captain him now. So he hasn't even put a full 90 minutes together. I feel like that's a big swing. 89. 89. But I even, that seems too bold. For my taste. Um, I don't know. What do you. So. It's uh, it's always a midfielder for me. I I just don't don't like some of the inconsistencies with forwards and just the risk with with the defense. So. I. I thought about Lucho, uh-huh. but but I don't I, I don't know with that. And, and I thought about Zella because. uh I know, according to Christian, he has never scored when playing the Red Bulls. Um, Such a crazy. But story. Blaine would say he's due. <laughs> Blaine would say he's due, but that's that's not how things work, like that. So I mean, I was looking at Lutro Zella right there. I am I am not against a Reynoso captain sure. as as a differential. I don't know if that becomes second or third for me, uh, but he two goals and assist last round. It, a lot of, as Christian shared, lots of big chances created. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this is why we liked Reynoso previous years. This is yep. what Reynoso does. Yeah, he's he gone produces. 89 minutes. He's going up against Portland, who we don't like. Gets bonus At points. Home. Yeah, checks a lot of boxes. Checks we're a lot shying, of boxes. We're shying away from him because he's relatively new back into, sure. into the rotation. And it's yep. a week when people are missing. So, uh, But I could absolutely see Reynoso being in there. Um, but... As of right now at 10.41 p.m. Yeah. on Monday, I was sort of tossing around Zella and Acosta, but 100% open to other conversations. I mean, again, I'm going to see online and chat over at Discord, it's, everything right there. Over at 7.41 with, p.m., I don't know who I'm going to captain, and I'm not even at 10.41 yet, you know? Who knows? You're in the past. Uh, yeah, I mean, chat is a, a very similar. We've got some Reynoso options, got some Luso options. People are talking about Cascante. I could totally see that. Like I said, I don't rank Atlanta's defense. Uh, so yeah. you could go from there. People, of course, mentioned Mukhtar, uh, depending on what you like. He does better at home. Yeah. 
and maybe we'll end up back back on him. But uh, maybe you're going to go with Almada. I think he's going to go go bonkers sure. with getting back. To I what get you so win, nervous but, captaining someone uh, not... who's the last game of, on a whole different day. It's that, but that yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't. I just it always makes me too nervous. It's hardly ever worth it. So I don't know, guys. That's it. But this is going to be a good round to head over to Discord and check out the, the player poll because people are going to be able to vote for who they think is the captain. And we'll be posting that. We will be posting this week. I apologize for anyone who was checking last week. It, everything just finally caught up to me with the double game week schedules and work schedules and life and everything. And I was not able to get the turnaround within that short window. But it will be back this round where we're going to have uh, the poll results for everyone to take a peek at. So please do check that out over at the Discord community. So that's all that we have for the show tonight. Pretty short and sweet. Uh, we don't have a didn't have a brand for you from so from good old buddy Blaine to, to help fill up some of the airtime. Uh, no, it's 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 gold. It's fantasy gold right there. And being a single game, we were able to kind of focus back on that. Uh, we'll get back to having some more guests as well, so we can get some more variety. Love having the opinions from the community, uh, but uh, it's also good to to keep down some of our run times as well. So Ashley, do you have any plugs have any for plugs. us tonight? Not I don't I'm not I'm not plugging plugging much. What it what was what was Blaine's car problem? Plugs? I don't have any. Yeah. I'm gonna spark, plugs. spark plugs. That's right. Yeah. Spark plugs. That's that's what you that's what you're plugging. Uh, and of course the Discord community. That's what uh is is we're always plugging MLSfantasyboss.com slash Discord, the easiest way for you to get access to all kinds of information with chat and call-ups and differential players and just a good community for you to come in and participate on the, the go-to community for any MLS fantasy player, 100% right there. And again, the easiest way to get there, mlsfantasyboss.com slash discord. Click on the link and it joins you automatically. It's open, it's free, it's fun, and you get to hang out with awesome people who are in our chat and who are on our show as guests and who are some of the top, yeah. many, not even some at this point, many of the top fantasy players in this game yeah. hang out in that community. So absolutely head over there and check it out. And then MLSFantasyBoss.com for the articles that we have up with uh, with ranches, uh, differentials, players, and as well as our Discord community player poll where we put our rankings up against the official MLS Fantasy rankings put up by our good friend Skylar. So check those out uh, at every opportunity. Uh, it's so much fun. We hope you're enjoying this season. And of course, as always, good luck. Mm -hmm.